Welcome to the First Church Podcast, a resource of First Church of God in Columbia City, Indiana. Our goal is to provide you with tools that you can use to help you in your new or growing relationship with Jesus Christ. Hi, I'm Jordan Chapel, the middle school pastor here at First Church of God. Welcome to the podcast. Today we're continuing our series called Timeless, where we dig into uh, every book of the Bible, spending a week on each one. And today we're in the book of Second Chronicles. Um, and if you'll remember with me last week, we talked a little bit about how the, the two books of the Chronicles, originally being one book, um, in uh, Jewish literature, um, and probably would have been at the end of the Old Testament because they serve uh, the purpose uh, of recapping the story so far. Uh, so they kind of tell the chronicles of how God's people, the people of Israel, ha- have lived and moved and their kings and all these things. So they tell the story and, and really bring people up to speed on here is what has happened so far in the story of our people interacting with God. And all throughout, we see this thread being tied uh, of God's faithfulness to the covenant that he had made with his people, even in the midst of his people being unfaithful to the covenant. And so the book of Second Chronicles retells the story of the kings of the line of David, because again, uh, we're, we're reminded, like we talked about last week, we're reminded of the Davidic covenant and how God had promised David Um, that someone would come after him that would be from his line, that would be the Messiah, the Savior, and the King of the universe. And and it was through this Messiah, through this King, that he was going to reestablish a new covenant and was going to take all what was broken after the fall and make it right. And so God is actively trying to restore the things that are wrong in the world. He's actively trying to restore them and make them right. And what's really interesting to me as we look through the story of Second Chronicles, is it's retelling the stories of these kings, and we see king after king take over, and some of the kings it talks about, they were good kings, they were faithful to the covenant. Some of the kings it talks about, they weren't so good, and here's how they weren't faithful, because God had kind of outlined, here's what it looks like for you to be a kingdom and to follow after me. Um, and some of the kings followed that, and some of the kings didn't. Uh, it's really interesting to me to see how kings, when they inherit the kingdom, like when everything co- when they come to power and when everything kind of comes uh, beneath them, it's really interesting to see how, uh, how they respond to those situations. And what's really interesting to me is you see these kings come in and it talks about the reforms they make uh, because uh, because they, they realized the people of God, Israel wasn't following God the way that they should be. They weren't being faithful to the covenant. And so uh, it talks about all these kings and the different reforms, like when they came to power, the different reforms that they did to say, okay, now we are going to start taking this seriously. And it's a little bit heartbreaking and we kind of see a glimpse into the human condition of like, God's people, they just, they couldn't get it. To zoom out this much on the story um, is, is a little bit like, oh man, they couldn't get it. But it's also encouraging to know that God never gave up on them. God was consistently pursuing them and saying, I love you and you have dropped the ball time and time again, but I'm gonna give you another chance. 
a lot of times we like to to separate and see the God of the Old Testament as a God of wrath and a God of anger, and the God of the New Testament as like this lovey-dovey, grace, uh, uh and forgiving God. Um, but what we what we forget is that it's the same God, and, and God's grace was being displayed time and time again as the people of Israel messed up. They weren't faithful to the covenant. They worshipped other gods. They worshipped idols, um, and and God was still faithful. God was still showing them grace, giving them chance after chance. And so these kings inherit the kingdom, and a lot of them made reforms to say, we're going to start taking this seriously. And it got me thinking about my life, and and not necessarily, because I didn't inherit my life. Like, my life is what I'm making it right now, and how God is working in my life. But it got me thinking about, now is as good a time as any to look at my life and say, what reforms do I need to, to, to institute in my life in order to be the person that God is calling me to be? How do I need to like reorder the priorities that I've set out in my life to say, okay, God, now I'm choosing to follow you like you've called me to. How do I readjust the value that I give certain things in my life to say, I'm now going to value God more than anything else. And it's not even going to be a competition for number two, because number two is so far down on the list compared to how I love and worship and serve God. Now is a great time for reform as we have probably a little bit of extra free time uh, and a little bit more margin in our life to really do some self-reflection and some looking deep inside ourselves to say, okay, what areas of my life don't honor God as much as they should? What areas of my life do I need to commit and surrender more to God? What areas of my life do I really need to just turn over to him? And it's when we take that self-reflection and that self-inventory that we're then able to then start to institute the reforms necessary. The things where we can say, I'm readjusting the value I put on certain things. I'm reordering my priorities and I'm choosing to put God first. And it's not even going to be a competition for number two. Because again, it's so far down on the list compared to how much I love and worship and obey the God of the universe. So take this as an opportunity uh, to find those reforms in your life and turn your life and your heart more fully over to God.